Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Nerdentity Crisis, episode 113. I'm your host, Ryan By. Joined, the boys are back again, all of us, by Mr. Adam Lovar. Hello, hello. My literal brother from another mother, Justin Pickamance. And what up? <laughs> and finally, Josh, still have not thought of a good nickname for him yet, Huffman. Hello. Uh, insert here, me singing the boys are back in town, but actually yeah. knowing the lyrics more than <laughs> that one line. Right. Um, You're just having over and over voice. again. Or how about reunited and it feels so good? We can do that one too. That's a good yeah. option. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so last week, Adam was at a work function. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to let Tyler filled in admirably. He did a bang up job. Very good job, Tyler. But I don't want to take anything away from Tyler, but I'm very to have us all. I'm happy to have us all back together again. Happy to have the OG crew back together again. Adam, how was your work trip? It was a work trip. It went great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> listeners, or actually viewers, not listeners, might notice you know, a little bit of a bit different backdrop today. Adam, what's up with that? It's different, different house. <laughs> yeah, totally different house. Different you, town. Uh, different town. Where'd you move to? Uh, what are you going to stalk me, right? Uh, what's your just... social security number? <laughs> <laughs> Solon. So we're at. Oh, nice. Okay. Very cool. Awesome. Well, congr- congratulations. I'm sure once the move-in process is done, it'll feel a lot better. But... Yeah, it's exhausting. We've been yeah. nonstop since, I think, Thursday night. I believe it. Goddamn. Moving that. is the worst. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Pretty terrible. Uh, Justin, Josh, how was your week? Did you guys have good weeks? We're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Uh, Justin's PC is fixed? Still not? Uh-oh. Oh, you're on the laptop, aren't you? Oh, is I'm always something? on the laptop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is no. this something we don't want to talk about because it's too painful? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> We're going to move on. But, yeah. but is it behind me in its non-working state? Oh, okay. Right, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, Josh... Give us some positivity, bud. What do you got? How was your week? <laughs> it, was, it was good. I uh, worked on worked on some personal projects. Worked yeah. on some 3D printer stuff. Um, I was telling Justin earlier that uh, I completely redid every setting for my resin printer uh, and like went back to factory standards, switched to a fast resin, and the 3D print that I've been too lazy to do uh i know went went from an estimated 14 hours to print to uh just a little over two hours to print nice uh, granted slightly uh slightly worse resolution but uh for that amount of time save because i think i need to print 30 pieces um 30 pieces at uh 14 hours a piece uh would suck a lot so right pretty happy about that nice and uh yeah cool very nice what i've been i've been doing all weekend awesome very cool well i'm glad we're all back together let's uh kick off the show as we always do with a listener question from jacob hi jacob what up jacob what up jacob jacob wants to know what animal makes you chuckle every time you see it Adam, tradition dictates you answer first. What do you got? The platypus. That's a fair. That's a fair answer. <laughs> that's yours too, Josh. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> I right, dare what? you not to like Google it and be like, what the? Why is this an animal? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why I chuckle. <laughs> why is this an animal? <laughs> oh shit! Um, that's a solid answer. I'll take it. I accept. Wait, that why answer. do you chuckle, Josh? Uh, I just feel like, you know, if if there was a a creator in that exists. Uh, they just like had a bargain bin of like leftover parts, and then they made the platypus. <laughs> uh, it shouldn't it shouldn't really exist. And it uh, like if I chart the evolution of a lot of uh, creatures, uh, then I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. They yeah, you know, they grew their grew their tails for this reason, or you know, they became cold blooded for this reason. Uh, platypus, I'm just like. I don't know. Someone got weird. Uh, I, Someone I was playing too much spore, and they just like yeah, I didn't right. have enough to get the better beak, so I ended up with this. And <laughs> it's yeah. better than nothing. <laughs> I like. Uh, I don't think I really like chuckle at any any animal because um, I don't have a sense of humor. But uh, <laughs> if I were to, the platypus would probably be the closest contender. Fair enough. All right. Those are good choices, gentlemen. Good choices. Justin, where are you at? So I also don't know that I would have ever chuckled when I've seen an animal, but when this question came up, the very first animal that came to mind was the beluga whale. Just because of the name or because of the animal? The animal. And like every time I see a picture of the beluga, it makes me smile. So, And I've seen a lot of funny spoof. Chuckle smile. I had a wallpaper for quite a while at work. That was, um, I should see if I can find it actually, but it's like a bunch of beluga whales and like tuxes and stuff in a wedding. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and whenever I shared my screen at work and people saw that they were like, I would like leave it for just a second. So I knew they saw it. And then I click into something and then be like, hold, hold up. <laughs> can we go back? <laughs> That's awesome. That's a good choice, too. Uh, I actually have two answers for this. There are two animals that make me chuckle. The first is the... I don't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Quokka. Q-U-O-K-K-A. Native to Australia. It's known as the happiest animal on Earth. And that's why I chuckle every time I see it. Um, How do you spell this again? Q-U-O-K-K-A. Just do a Google image search. You'll you'll thank yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. Them. I've seen these. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's a little tiny wallaby. But yeah, they're they're known as the happiest animals on earth and you can tell just by looking at them. They're just happy little dudes. So that that makes me chuckle because I don't know, they're adorable, I think. Uh the second one is the Arabian sand boa, which answers the question, if a preschooler drew a picture of a snake and it came to life, what would it look like? Is <laughs> that exactly what the Arabian sandball is. <laughs> That's why. I, I laugh every time I see it. It's like if you put googly eyes on a snake. <laughs> That's what it looks There's like. a meme here that says they're extremely <laughs> successful predators because their prey are too busy laughing to run. <laughs> I like it. <clears throat> so yeah, those those are all good chuckle animals, gentlemen. Nicely done, everybody. Um. All right. Thank you very much for the question, Jacob. We do appreciate it. You know, I'm curious. Uh, I mean, January 2023 is going to be here before we know it. What do you think Jacob's theme for next year is going to be? 
He's done food. He's done animals. Where do we go from here? I don't know. I don't know that we should pitch in here. I don't want to give him ideas. That's true. It's all you, Jacob. This is on you. This is on you. I am curious, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do what are we playing now. Uh, talk about some video games for a little while. Uh, Adam, Moving Simulator 3000. Is that pretty much it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, because I was working and then this and then, yeah, I mean, uh, Flight Slim, I mean, or Flight Passenger yeah. Simulator. That was that was a good one because we had a bunch of delays and uh, other shit on the way out. It was pretty bad to the point where our flights got canceled and we had to drive a car from O'Hare to Buffalo. Oof. Ouch. That's Illinois to New York for those not picking up on that quick. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it sucked. <laughs> How long of a drive I, is that? Uh, we went six hours to Cleveland, like spe- spent the night for like a handful of hours, got up at three and then drove the rest of the way. So it was another, or no, we got up at like six is what it was. So another like three hours. God so it's like nine, nine, ten hours. Nice. Lovely. Gotta love travel, man. Gotta love mm-hmm. it. So My not, not a lot of rental car. What's that? My summer rental car. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so not a lot of time for gaming. That's understandable. Nope, zero. And then, yeah, when, as soon as I got home, moving. Fair enough. That's fair. Well, hopefully things settle down for you soon. You can get back to normal life, mm-hmm. get some gaming in. So For uh, sure. Driving U-Haul was fun. We got the 27-foot ones, so like the super freaking long ones. Yeah. That was uh, fun driving that. Just do it all in one trip. Just get it done. No, it took like four, five really? trips. Are you kidding me? You yeah, dude, shit, we already man. had a house and a garage and That's like all fair. sorts of shit. Yeah, it's crazy how much shit you accumulate over the years. It's nuts. Yeah, you got to buy a bigger house for all your yeah. shit, and then you fill that, and then you got to buy a bigger house. No, I feel like we're getting into Stop fight club here. territory here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Justin, what have you been playing? I was trying to think, and I honestly don't think with everything going on, I've played anything. God damn. Um, I have been playing a lot of Torn, and um, there's a big elimination thing that goes on during uh, September. And typically you uh, have to kill five people and then say you want to join and pick your team and then it's sort of an elimination thing over a couple weeks but this year they're doing it where you join and it just kind of potlucks you into a team and so i figured what the hell i'll try it out and so there you go join that i hit 23 today uh huff helped me out with a couple merits nice there you go so yeah still digging torn trucking along there you go very nice. Um, Josh, what are you what have you been playing? Genshin, Genshin and Torn. Yeah, uh, yeah. Genshin um, just played kind of enough of the story to then have enough resources to get uh, Tanari, the character that I was trying to get earlier last week. Uh, and haven't really played much since then. And in Torn, a little bit here and there. 
Uh, yeah. Not, I haven't gone quite as uh, into it as Justin has recently, but uh, uh, but that's pretty much it. I haven't been doing much gaming. It's all just been personal projects and Fair hobby, hobby shit. B- busy week. Well, this is a great start to our video game podcast. Uh, I <laughs> I haven't been gaming that much either. I'm gonna level with you. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, my wife starts training for her new job next week, so it's just been a lot of us time. Uh, just getting shit ready around the house. A lot of yard work. Uh, we made a trip to Sioux City to do some shopping for new work clothes and stuff. We're gonna go to Sioux Falls this Friday. So, um, yeah, I haven't been gaming too much. Playing some more Skyrim. Still trucking my way through. Um, I don't know how much longer I'm going to keep going. I just play when I feel like it. And then the other day I saw Jeremy was playing Lawnmower Simulator. I was like, I got to fucking check it out. Because uh, I did Power Wash Simulator, which I was like, mm-hmm. this is satisfying. I get it. And then Home Improvement Simulator, same thing. I was like, I can see why people like this. Lawnmower Simulator fucking sucks, dude. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. I don't know why anybody plays it. It's it's awful man like it's incredibly boring there's nothing sad like the graphics aren't good enough for it to be satisfying i think is the best way to put it like sometimes you can't even tell if you cut a place or not like you can't even like okay i guess i gotta go back and do that um but then you just kind of it's like if you do career mode you kind of just do the same lawns over and over again but this time the lawn you might do it and it's raining outside and this time and i don't know it's fucking boring dude i saw i uninstalled that shit i'm not doing that anymore um but otherwise just skyrim that's all i've been playing so maybe get some i was gonna hmm? gonna ask you if you had played midnight fight express It's on Game Pass. I've got that and Commandos 3 installed on Game Pass. Uh, I saw Commandos, Commandos 3. 3 was on there. I was like, holy shit. I've wanted to play a Commandos game since probably the beginning of my PC gaming life, and I just never bought it or torrented it or anything. And I saw it on Game Pass, and I was like, eh. Uh, okay. Midnight Fight Express, I have not played yet. Um, check it out. That one I thought looked kind of cool, but... Um, I downloaded both with the intent of playing them before today's so that I could like say that I played something. Yeah. <laughs> Average Sean Joe, what up? Uh, oh. New viewer, first oh, time nice. chat. Cool. Hello. Welcome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that one looked kind of like um, more of like a, the top down. Um, but what's the other one word? Martial arts. Sifu. Yeah, kind of reminded yeah. me of that, but yeah, but probably so. not as mind-numbingly difficult. I would hope. I hope not. Yeah. So so we'll see. so yeah, uh, I I'm really hoping that I will be able to get my computer figured out here. Yeah, before I hope so too, man. Too long. Feel for you. Feel for you, man. Hopefully, uh, you can get it diagnosed and not have to spend too much more money and get it going. So. I just want to know how much internal effort it is taking you to not make a console versus PC joke right now. It was the first thing that popped in my head, and I held it back <laughs> just for you because you're my brother and I love you. I didn't say it, <laughs> but it was, as soon as you said it wasn't working, I, it was on the tip of my tongue. You better believe it. So, 
love it. Uh, all right. That wraps up. What are we playing now? Let's talk about some news. Three pieces of news this week. First up, Ubisoft has officially announced the next game in the Assassin's Creed franchise titled Assassin's Creed Mirage. The game will take place in 9th century Baghdad and will feature Basim Basim. What do you think? Basam. Any guesses? Basam. Basam. Okay. Really? That's what you think so? We'll go with it. Uh, I, I, I know I know someone from the area named Basam, and so that's what I'm, okay. I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, anyways, he's the main protagonist. Fans of did Assassin's anyone play Valhalla? Because yeah, they I probably say his Valhalla. name in it. I did not play Valhalla. Um, fans of play Assassin's Creed Valhalla will recognize Basam, who is a side character in the game. Uh, according to the studio, the game will feature a more condensed world to explore. We'll focus on stealth gameplay as the studio says they want to go, quote, back to basics. I have some thoughts on this, gentlemen. I feel like back to Basim. basics. Basim. Okay, we'll go with Basim. Basim is what this YouTube video says. Okay, fair enough. Basim. Uh, I feel like back to basics is just slander for what I am calling the Elden Ring effect. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Ubisoft saw what a fucking masterpiece that game was and was like, fuck, we suck. We have to go back <laughs> to that. Um, so I want to go to Justin first, because Justin, you were at one point playing Origins not too long ago, uh, and you said quite enjoying it from what you were saying. So what yeah, do you think I... about new Assassin's Creed? I have every intention of going back to Origins. I'm really digging that one. Um, I had heard that there was a new Assassin's Creed coming out, and it sounds like the one that I had heard was the sister project that they're working on, uh, the Infinity Project. Okay. And that um, is supposedly more of like a... I mean, I don't know how much of this is true or what. This is just what I've heard from people, but... Uh, sort of like a Destiny type multiplayer environment, but in Assassin's Creed. Interesting. Yeah. So again, I don't know what. Um, take that with a grain of salt. Um, but then hearing that this one is also coming out and it's going to be more stealth focused, I was thinking about that actually when I was playing Origins. That like in the first one, you know, you can walk into a crowd of was it nuns? Yeah. Yeah. In the first one, and, and like. Yeah, there was a lot more, I guess I shouldn't say more stealth, but more um, dynamic stealth options. It was definitely more stealth, less action focused. Yeah. For sure. And so as someone who's playing Origins as pretty much a complete stealth game, I this isn't a turnoff by any means. I still don't know that I would play it the fact that it's one city um and it's i don't know i guess maybe because it doesn't sound like if i mean if it's one just giant city that could be kind of fun to explore and stealth around in but who knows i'll have to see some more gameplay definitely yeah there's a ubisoft forward event this saturday i believe I'm sure they're going to show off more there. I don't know if they'll do gameplay, though, because this was leaked. They were not planning on announcing this yet. So we'll see uh, if there's any gameplay or just a cinematic. But um, 
Josh, this has your two favorite words in the world in this, which is stealth gameplay. So what are, what are your thoughts on the new Assassin's Creed? Um, I hate everything about this. Um, no, it's it's fine. Because I, I mean, the last, so I played an hour of Valhalla. I got it for free with my, like, CPU or something. I don't remember why I got it for free. Uh, maybe it was the GPU I got it for free, but uh, never really went back to it. After I played it one sitting and then never turned it back on. But uh, the last Assassin's Creed I played before that was two. Um, so I I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily the target audience for this. I don't really like sneaking. I don't really love open world games. In that context yeah um i like open world in like exploration and um you know where there's just random shit going on and whatever not really like here's the same setup of people you need to assassinate or like get into the crowd or whatever it's just like boilerplated everywhere across right. the uh the environment um, but having not ever played those Assassin's Creed, just watching them, I, I could be, uh, misconstruing how enjoyable they are, but I don't like stealth. I haven't really loved an Ubisoft, um, open world game just because of the large vastness of boring gameplay. Um, and so not really for me, but, uh, you know, more power to, uh, you said Creed fans out there. Right. I feel like they're saying the right things for me, but can Ubisoft actually pull it off is the question. Um, I don't know. Adam, what do you think about the quote back to basics? Is this, I know you're not a big Assassin's Creed guy, but if it was condensed, smaller map focused on stealth assassinating people, is something you'd maybe check out or no? Probably not. I mean, I kind of understand what they're saying because, like, the last one I played was Odyssey. And I really enjoyed it to a point, but then it became just, like, the collect-a-thon on the map need to, like, uncheck everything because that's just the way I am in games. And it was way too much. And it was just like, fuck this game. Sorry, I'm done. But I also, like, the last one I really played all the way through would have been, like, four black flag which was arguably in my mind the best i agree yeah but that's not going to be back to basics they're going to be i'm assuming like one which is a very small town you're focused on killing targets and there isn't all the extra bullshit maybe a couple things to upgrade a few things but like that would be it and i'm assuming that would be story driven and like locked behind story and stuff like that yeah, I, maybe I think you're right. maybe if it's at like a twenty dollar pr- price point, <laughs> <laughs> like three years from now or three years after release. Yeah, not sixty. It's just like yeah. no, no. See, I feel then. like I was a huge Assassin's Creed fan. I played one, two, the two sequels to two Assassin's Creed three, Black Flag. Then there was the one where you're in Italy. I can't remember what it was called. 
and then I played Origins, and then Odyssey came out next. And Odyssey's where I just fucking I couldn't do it anymore. Like it was just too much. I'm like I'm done. And then never played Valhalla. But I do not think it's a coincidence. Like I I would put money on the fact that when this game started development, it was going to be the next. This is going to be an even bigger open world with even more stuff to do. And then quite possibly the greatest open world game of all time released earlier this year. And they were like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, this is this is what people want. Okay. Um, I, I definitely think if we see gameplay this Sunday, I bet you don't see a fucking map with a bunch of icons on it. I bet you don't see any trailing missions. I bet you don't see a user interface that's just loaded with a bunch of shit on it. Like, I bet it's going to be pretty cut and dry. Like, pretty bare bones. Um, Obviously, they'll never be able to compete with Elden Ring ever. It will never happen, but... I don't know that they'll try to be... Really? Yeah, like, I I think it's too ingrained. Like, it's it's in their bones to make these, (laughs) like, behemoth of games that are just like full of shit. Uh so I mean I think it might be streamlined a little bit, but we're talking like even if they even if they dropped 50% of the things and the maps and the icons and the markers add still a shit ton of things. Right. So I I don't know that they could ever like really streamline it to like Elden Ring's because I think have... they're just two different they're two different like ideas entirely right. like right. I, I don't think that they can they can there's no Venn diagram there I th- I think they're going to try and bridge the gap I do I think they're going to try I think they're going to make an attempt like when you see the UI you're not going to see a mini map plus a quest log plus a health bar plus a compass plus uh like a little diagram that shows what weapons you have equipped. Plus like, you're not going to have all that shit. I don't think you are this time. Cause I think they're going to try and bridge it, dude. I think I do. I think they're going to try the back to basics quote is what makes me think like, okay, they, they're going to try and rein it in a little bit. I don't think they're going to be successful, but I'm saying they're going to try. I definitely think they're going to try. Cause you just can't like you lost players like me who was i was a big fan i was a big fan of the franchise and you lost me and i will not i will not play valhalla i will not go back to odyssey the only way they're gonna get me back is if they try and tone it down a little bit so we'll see what happens like i said ubisoft forward this saturday i'm sure we'll see more of that skull and bones game that nobody's gonna give a fuck about and that's gonna totally crash and burn we might see well, I'm sure we'll see some siege because that's all they got going for them. Really, a siege. So I feel like a season just started. So yeah, I'm sure we'll see a trailer for it or something. I'm sure we'll see. I don't know. They might have some surprises up their sleeves, but I don't know. I feel like Ubisoft's in trouble. We'll see though. All right, uh, let's go to number two. Not quite video game related, but uh, the VFX team behind the fan film Spider-Man Lotus shared a video on YouTube explaining the reason they all quit the film, as well as showed off some of their work. Spider-Man Lotus was set to release streaming this year, but is on is on indefinite hiatus after racist and homophobic slurs surfaced from the film's director and lead actor. So if you watch the video and you read into this more, there was a lot of other shady shit going on behind the scenes as well. Like, it was a crowdfunded movie. Um, 
there's a lot of people that were hired on for the film that never even got paid by all accounts. Uh, and then, yeah, the director and lead actor uh, just sound like they're not very good people. But I remember seeing the trailer for this when it came out. I was like, shit, this might be good. It like was going to take place. It was basically Peter Parker dealing with Gwen Stacy's death. It was what the movie was going to be. Um, but then this uh, video from the VFX team was awesome. And then they showed off some of their finalized work. And I got to be honest, man, it looked better than the shit Disney puts out. Like, it looked fucking good, dude. It looked really good. So uh, I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, Adam, we'll start with you. Did you know anything about Spider-Man Lotus before this? Have you even heard anything? No. no? I had nothing. And I watched it, and I was still a little bit confused. But yeah, to your point, when I did watch it, I was like, oh, that looks good. I mean, right? it looks really good for like the animation and like the rendering and the way they did everything was very well done. So like, it, I don't know if this was supposed to be like a short or like if it was like a series. Or I guess that would be the... Do you know how it long was gonna or, be, it was going to be a full length film? Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, and yeah, it, I think kick, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, something. They had like Indiegogo, yeah. Was it Indiegogo, yeah. yeah. Do you remember how much they raised? I can't remember. I forgot I to don't. look. I can look it up. But, they raised uh, a, quite a bit of money. So, um, but it looked. But it's dope. still a. But it's still like a fan made project sort of yeah. thing. It's not. Yeah. It's interesting how they can do that. Well, it was crazy. Like there were interviews with like Andrew Garfield, who was like, "Yeah, I can't wait to see it. It sounds awesome." So this was mm. before he knew about all this shit behind the scenes. Obviously, otherwise yeah. he wouldn't have said that. And then who was the maybe he would have even though that yeah maybe he would have been like hundred twelve thousand yeah hundred twelve thousand bucks. So oh, okay. for a, for a fan film, like not fucking bad. That's a chunk of change for a fan made film. Um, but. Uh, I mean, the VFX team, just based off the clips we saw, should have been paid most of that. Um, so, but Justin, we'll go to you next. Did you know anything about Spider-Man Lotus before this? or No, I hadn't heard anything about this. Um, and then I started... I don't remember when. When did you say that the outline was up? Uh, two days. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, so I think I started to research a little bit I don't remember what we were doing. Maybe we were driving to Mount Pleasant. I don't remember what we were doing, but I um, was looking at this and I was like, oh God, another thing where people are getting cancel cultured for something they said when they were like 12, which I don't agree with. But then I started to look into it more and I was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, fuck these guys. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I don't want to get into that piece because that's fair. I still don't think that what you do as a child or say as like a young, young kid, adult should mean that your entire rest of your life is ruined. Like, Weren't no chance for redemption. Uh, I didn't see the dates based on what the way that they was making it sound, I thought that it was much further in the past. If it was recent, then yes, no, I absolutely think that's awful. Yeah. Um, the special effects, I was pretty amazed at. I thought that looked really good. But since I didn't even hear about it, I 
didn't necessarily have any sadness to finding out that it was going to um, yeah, the, be canceled. There's that, there's that one part of the clip where like he's swinging and he lets go of the web with one hand and then he like reaches over with his other arm and grabs it. I was like, that was dope. So yeah, really fucking good job. Really good job. Um, I agree. Josh, Josh, what do you got for this? So slightly different take. I uh, give no shits about the director or the lead actor. Uh, like did I just feel like uh, maybe I was a relatively smart uh, young man, but saying racist shit, you know, I don't, I don't get canceled because I don't, I didn't say nothing racist. Uh, it's easy. Like there's a thing called consequences for your actions. Now I will say I feel bad for the VFX artists, like the people who were not the ones who said racist things. Yeah, it's like granted they got paid, but um, you know, like they Did, some of them didn't get paid though. No, so there's Just some debate. Artist, yeah, there's some debate on whether that claim is actually true. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh. The director uploaded a video a couple days ago, uh, like kind of apologizing for the situation and explaining that the movie is still going to come out. They just don't know when. Um, And they had they had mentioned that those ones aren't true. What they didn't pay for was that they uh, they asked for fan art to be used posters and things like that. now is a little bit vague, so who knows, you know, but uh, uh, it, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't mind people's lives being ruined for them being shitty. Yeah, right. Like, if they don't want their lives ruined, don't be shitty. Uh, the, only, the only thing I'm going to say on that for a devil's advocate oh is God, like, here we go. no, all I'm going to say is, you don't know what kind of upbringing that kid had. And so if you're around a family or a culture or whatever, that is just nonstop saying shitty things, nature over nurture, that's the way that you're going to uh, grow up and be whether or not you learn more and like fix that later on is one thing, but I do know how he was raised in the fact that he stated it in his video where he apologized. He said he did know better. He just wanted to be essentially like an edgelord because he was a loser. Uh, so I didn't he watch a video. I didn't put that much effort into it. So, yeah, that's awful. <laughs> so, like, I mean, he he said he knew better. He just didn't listen. Like, I don't I don't feel bad. Don't care. Don't care. I, okay. I feel like. If there was a way for this film to still come out and those two guys just didn't get anything for it, that would be ideal. Obviously, that's never going to happen. There's no way they were the director and lead actor. But I really wanted to see this before all this shit went down. Like, I really wanted to watch this. So, And I would have paid to stream it. Absolutely, I would have. So, I, I feel like it would be up for, like, 30 seconds. And then, like... Disney would have DMCA'd the fuck out of it. Uh, so, like, because D- Disney does not fuck around with anything right. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, an Indiegogo 
the fact that it happened at all and was successful, shocking. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. The fact that like anyone can make uh can make like a trailer but once it gets to a certain amount of steam once like enough people see it uh it's got to be on their radar right right um and so uh a lot of a lot of people uh would assume like okay well if i'm not making money on it then there's no like there's no claim there but I mean, they had an Indiegogo. They made money on it, right? Right. Uh, so um, it's it's interesting that it got as far as it did. I assumed uh, Disney would have like slapped that right out of the air, uh, but I feel like the best outcome for the story is the whole VFX team gets hired on at Disney for the next Spider-Man movie. Like <laughs> they deserve jobs. Fuck yeah, they do. God damn, that looked good. <sighs> Um, and I don't know like their backgrounds or anything or like how long they've been doing it or whatever, but shit, man, for a low budget film to get it to come out looking like that. Fuck. Yeah. Awesome. So best of luck to the VFX team. Best of luck. So that came out or that, sorry, that just it ended in 2021 and they got that much work done. I think they had been doing stuff throughout. Like, gotcha. yeah, I think it's been going for a while from what I understand. Because so. they were on the second VFX team, even. Yeah. So, mm. like, um, I think there was, like, a team before the Indiegogo and a team after the Indiegogo. Um, it's kind of what I got from the, the videos. Yeah, so. Um, but, yeah, best of luck to those guys. So, no, obviously not the two assholes. Uh, all right, number <laughs> three. <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. Uh, fuck those guys. Uh, number three, the streaming wars continue as both Netflix and Disney Plus are set to release new ad-driven tiers to their streaming service. Disney's will be called Disney Plus Basic and will be $7.99 a month, while Netflix has yet to announce a price, but said it will be, quote, a little more expensive than Disney, end quote. This is coming off news that both companies have lost massive amounts of subscribers in 2022. I... I mean, if you get more people to sign up, more power to you. Personally, the reason I do streaming services is so I don't have to fucking watch ads. Like, this is... I subscribe to both of these, and I pay for the non-ad uh, version, and I will continue to pay for the non-ad version. I have Hulu. I pay for the non-ad version. Uh, HBO, all that shit. So, um, but... I, I had heard that like Netflix had hemorrhaged a bunch of people. I didn't know it was enough to make them kind of freak out like this a little bit. But um, Josh, we'll go to you first on this one. What are your thoughts? No, so, I'm not sure that I necessarily care all that much. Um, I don't think I'm really going to subscribe to either. Um, just because, I mean, the, the prices have steadily increased over time. And mm-hmm. I, like yourself i'm I'm not a huge fan of watching ads but i think like there's an entire demographic that you're cutting off if it's like 17 dollars a month and that's right. like your cheapest plan right. uh so like of, of course you know people are going to share accounts and of course like uh you're going to eventually lose subscribers because there's just 
not enough people who can afford to pay that or are willing to. Like in my case, I just I just choose not to. Uh, So, like, I think it's a smart move for them financially. I don't know that I personally would use one of those plans, Um, but. You know, I I think I think it'll work for them. Fair Uh, enough. I think so, too. I just feel like you got other streaming services like Amazon Prime is essentially free when you think about it. Because do you did you sign up for Amazon Prime for free delivery or for the streaming service? You know what I mean? Like I feel like right. I feel like the streaming service is just like an addition, like a bonus. You know what I mean? Uh, and then not to say I think Netflix has higher quality shows than Disney Plus, but because um, like I'm watching She Hulk. Anybody else start She Hulk? I'm three episodes in and it's very okay. Like I'm just waiting for something to happen. Nothing has happened in three episodes. Like she got her powers in in the first episode and then just nothing has happened since then. So I'm still just kind of, I don't know. And Moon Knight I gave up on. I never even finished Moon Knight because I didn't give a fuck about it. So uh, Mandalorian. That's sad. I don't. I didn't care about. I got four episodes in. I didn't care about any of it. I didn't care about a single character. I'm not sad that you didn't finish it. I just mean it's sad that <laughs> that Moon Knight. It, that yeah, it was yeah. just so meh. Yeah, very meh. Um, so I can see Disney Plus probably struggling. Obviously, Mandalorian's gonna be a fucking hit when season three comes out. I can't fucking wait. Ahsoka is gonna be a hit. Um, I feel like their Star Wars is probably driving it more than Marvel right now. But when stuff finally starts coming out, but Justin, what do you think about this? Um, I mean, I'm kind of with Josh. I think that it makes sense to have other options for uh, different people, especially with how expensive everything else is getting in the world. Like, if if you're hemorrhaging that many subscribers, it makes sense to give people another option. Right. My fear is that this not enough people pick it up, and so they're just going to continue raising the prices for those that don't do the ads. Yeah. Which I hope not, because would you ever subscribe for an ad-based? No, I mean, if anything, I would uh, likely ditch out on these services and start getting my media. I'll just stop talking there. <laughs> that's probably, that's El- probably wise. Elsewhere. Yeah, elsewhere. That's probably a wise decision. <laughs> it's, like, it's like right now, right now you guys are getting the money. If you keep getting greedy. Yeah. You're going to push it in other directions. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Adam, what about you? It's hard. It, it really depends on like the price difference and like how they set it up financially. Like If it is enough of a gap, I will do the ad-based one well, just yeah. to save money and stuff. I mean, Justin knows that. I don't have like, for, like music and stuff. And when I was playing music, I'd have to go over and like skip ad like every once in a while. I'm like, but whatever. Right. So you'd, you'd be fine watching ads if it meant it was cheaper. I mean, if it was the only two like options and stuff like that. And the, the one without ads is significantly higher. Yeah. And it's like we don't watch enough. And even when we do try and watch something on Netflix and stuff, it's kind of like, what the fuck? You're like sifting through for like 20 minutes trying to find something to watch or whatever. Like, I don't know. That was another point I was going to make. I feel like Netflix just needs to fucking tone it down. Like, (laughs) 
Well, it's like too much. It's and too much. Like in in most of it's getting to the point where it's garbage. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of like Steam. You know, like there's just so many games. Right. A lot of it's garbage. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like like HBO and Apple TV have like the perfect mix. Like whatever they put out is going to be quality, whether it's your cup of tea or not. And it's not so much that you're like, what the fuck am I going to watch? But it's like just enough to keep you interested. Like HBO is probably what we watch the most out of everything. To be honest, we're watching a show called The Staircase right now, which is really fucking good. Um, so I don't know. I feel like HBO's got it, and, and they've got all the just like the classic movies yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Like that is the one thing I really liked about HBO when I was going through the library. I was like, I would like to actually watch like a fuck ton of these again right. just because they remind me of like being a kid or like growing up and things like that. So yeah. I don't know, man. I feel it's somewhere getting too much, but like, I think Netflix. I think I pay eighteen a month now is what I'm at. Maybe mm-hmm. eighteen, eighteen a month. But it, uh, I don't know. Even if they came out with an ad service for eight bucks, I'd still stick with eighteen. I would absolutely would. I would pay just not mm-hmm. have to watch ads. So I don't know. I, I think there's also like a difference in the type and quantity of ads that I I still haven't heard. Like a pre-roll ad, like here's an ad, and then your your movie starts. That's less bad than like uh, Hulu for free that it like had like a jarring cut mid mid show mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. um, like ads in the middle of the content I'm trying to watch is significantly more annoying than ads right. before and after. Right. I feel like into like Hulu. I have Hulu Live because I sign up for it during football season, and then I cancel it when football season's over. But the annoying part about uh, about Hulu Live or like any any streaming service where you have commercials that cut in the middle is it's not like if you were watching football on live TV where the commercials are going to be different. It's the same fucking commercial every break. It's the same shit over and over and over again. You just watch the same thing. So that's really annoying part of it too. At least give me something different to watch. But like I know Vikings play this Sunday and I'm gonna be watching on Hulu Live and I will absolutely see the same commercial probably six times, like throughout the course of that game. So that's kind of an annoying part, but I don't know. So uh apparently there's a market for this. Adam might be one of them. So who knows? This might hopefully they get some subscribers back because they make good shows for the most part. So all right, that wraps up the news. I want to add one more little piece of something I saw today. Uh, have you guys been following Brendan Fraser at all lately? He's back. He's making a He's huge back. comeback. He was going to be Firefly or uh, yeah, Firefly and Batgirl, mm-hmm. and then that got canceled. But he's got a new movie coming out called The Whale, and they just screened it at Sundance, and it got an eight-minute standing ovation afterwards. And most Dang. of it was for Brendan Fraser. Like most of it was for Brendan Fraser. And like you see, there's like video of him like getting really emotional and he starts crying and stuff. Hmm. I'm I don't know if there's anybody I've ever rooted for more in my life. God, I hope Brendan Fraser makes a comeback, dude. <laughs> Seems like such a, a genuine dude, uh, right? And his whole backstory of why he hasn't been in movies for a while is really fucking sad. Um, just if you look into it, it's really fucking depressing. Um, but apparently he's in like a new Scorsese movie coming up, <laughs> but 
I have a feeling if the Brendan Fraser hype train gets high enough and he just keeps rolling, we're going to see Batgirl. I bet they fucking release it. I bet they fucking do just to cash in on it. So <laughs> this might be the way we see we end up seeing Batgirl. But kudos to Brendan Fraser, man. Kudos. He seems like a genuinely nice dude. So, all right. Uh, that wraps up our news. Justin, we got a conspiracy theory this week. Conspiracy theory? Is that a yes? Hopefully that's a yes. All right, good. That's a yes. yes. Josh, Josh, are you going to continue your trend of guessing before the question is read? Going for A. A. Josh is, Josh is going um, A this week. Adam, last week, Josh guessed C before she even read the question, and he was correct. So that's hmm. his new strategy. Got it. Yes. He's paying uh, off Marissa if he gets that's this what right. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she gets Venmo 20 bucks every time. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, all of a sudden it went up to 25. Sucks to be Josh. <laughs> Inflation. Uh, yep. <laughs> that's uh, that's how they're they're paying for their no ad Netflix. Right. Uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Hi. Hello. Thank you. Hi, guys. Hello. 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 Okay. What mark did Elizabeth Hurley, Boy George, and the Pope all have that proved they had been initiated into the Illuminati? A, a triangular birthmark. <laughs> B, the letters NWO stamped on their wrist. C, a raised red rash on their forehead. Or D, left black eyes. I mean, it's fucking A, right? It's, it's gotta, gotta be, be A. It's gotta be A. Wasn't Elizabeth Hurley in a movie with Brendan Fraser? I don't know, maybe. I'm super bad. Uh, bedazzled. Bedazzled. Yeah, bedazzled. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yep. There you go. Bring it full circle, Justin. I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the triangle, bring it full I'm, circle. I'm going A, dude. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I am too. God damn it, Adam, you go A. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we literally are all going A. Oh, don't it is D. It. Left black eyes. What? What? Yes. what? Left black eyes. What does that even mean? Left, yeah, black eyes. I know. Black eyes, not black. So, like, like they got punched in the face, like black eyes. Yeah, black eyes. What? And it's a tattoo. What? I'm so confused. I don't. I don't think it was a tattoo. Like maybe they all just got during their initiation or something. Oh. You know, in hindsight, in hindsight, it was too obvious. Really, when you think about it, it was too obvious. They threw the curveball. They're like, hey, look at this red herring. And you just yeah, didn't right. even think about it. My Thanks, Marissa. Thank you. Um, yeah, that was yeah, that was a red So hair. Josh doesn't have magic powers. Is no, what he we doesn't. Found out. He does not. I just know I could predict the future of what I would have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> I would have still been wrong. But <laughs> I, I would have guessed A. So. Right. There you go. Uh, all right. Uh, let's do some listener questions, shall we? How about how about we get into it? First up, Pistol Pete writes in. Hi, Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. Pew pew pew. 
We missed out on your POPOs last week, Adam. No one else. What? There was like no one else. I mean, Justin gave a couple half-hearted POPOs, but it was. You go like he like pulled out. He's like pow, 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 pow. No, it was more like Well, couldn't do it without Adam. It just didn't feel right. It's yeah, that's true. That's fair. All right, Pistol Pete says, "Hey guys." One game you didn't talk about last week was High on Life. At first, I was really excited about this, but after watching the Gamescom gameplay, it seems like it's just over-the-top and annoying. Is this a game you guys want to play? Now, we should probably, I'm going to go to Adam first, because we should probably bring him in. Uh, you were really busy. Did you happen to see any new trailers from Gamescom throughout your time? No, I mean, here and there dabbles, yeah. but like not enough. There's tons of things I need to go back and, and watch because yes, the couple things I did see here and there, I was like, I was really sad that I was I missed out last week because there was a lot of really cool there was gameplay shit, is what I've heard. So definitely. Um, well, did you have a chance to check out the High on Life gameplay? I did a little bit. What do you? It was think? interesting. Graphically, it looked amazing, and like I, I, I think it could be good. Just depends on the story and the writing and everything that goes involved. Because it seemed like, again, I kind of breezed through it because it was a very long gameplay. Yes, I think it was. it was like the video I saw was like twenty five minutes long, so I was kind of skipping here and there and like potentially. Okay. Fair enough. If it was on Game Pass, I would play it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's fair. Uh, Josh, where are you at on it? Um, w- without going back to the previous episode, I don't know that I was super excited about it to begin with. Um, and I'm right where I was. Really? Uh, it has the the potential of being okay. One thing that's concerning to me, and I mentioned it. Uh, of why I didn't want to play uh, Guardians of the Galaxy when it was coming out was like through those twenty five minutes. You know, I also skipped forward because I'm not I'm not watching twenty five minutes of that. Yeah, there's never like a point where someone isn't talking. Uh, like every time I click, somebody is just like talking forever, uh, and that would bug the shit out of me. I think because um, if like the if the dialogue is super consequential, like super important, I can take lots of dialogue. But if it's just like garbage, like filling filling the noise with comedy, I don't know that I would enjoy it all that much. But um but I don't know. It uh it uh to your point earlier, it does look very nice. Um mm-hmm. if the writing is good. It could be a good game, but um, I don't think I was really sold with the 25-minute gameplay demo. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Justin, what did you think? Um, so I never got into Rick and Morty at all until I met Marissa, and then we binged all of them, and I enjoyed that time. So I think that if I ever wanted to play that, it would be more of something that like we either switched off or played together or something, but um, I've watched two separate gameplay segments of that game. And yeah, I mean, I get where you're coming from on the, it just looks annoying and over the top, but I mean, that's sort of what Rick and Morty is. Right. (laughs) And so if, if the gameplay is smooth and fluid and is fun enough, then 
I don't know. It could be good. It it could also get really old after five minutes. So it's hard to it's hard to say. I don't know. Yeah. I'm intrigued, though. I am intrigued. I feel like, so kind of to Josh's point, and this is something I was going to bring up, Guardians of the Galaxy worked because it was scripted. You know what I mean? Like, it had a point. Anytime somebody was talking, there was a point to it. Whereas this looks like, I watched the full fucking 25 minutes, boys. So this looks like there are triggers, right? Like, if you jump, sometimes your gun will say something about you jumping. If you reload, sometimes it will say something about you reload. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's like it's set, it's not scripted, it's set on triggers based on what you're doing. And that shit could get annoying. Like, that, it could get real obnoxious. Then on the other hand, to Justin's point, that's what Rick and Morty is. Like, that's exactly what it is. So, I feel like if you're a huge Rick and Morty fan, you might enjoy it more than if you didn't. But I, if it comes to Game Pass, yes, I'll give it a shot. If it doesn't, I don't know if I want to fuck with this because I don't want to get angry playing a video uh, game. It 100% is coming to Game Pass. Is it really? And it's coming to Game Pass soon. When's the game release? Um, So it's on the coming to PC Game Pass. High on Life, 12-13. Okay, so December 13th. All right. Yeah, you can pre install it already. Okay. Wow. Interesting. All right. So I'll I'll give it a shot. If it's on Game Pass, I'll try it. But I feel like, uh, do you know what comes out two days before that, I believe, is Callisto Protocol. So definitely going to be playing that first. (laughs) That takes major precedent over. uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, Josh, I think you should try Guardians if it's ever on a deep sale. I don't think it's as bad as you think it's going to be. So, I, I really and I mean, I've heard it. it's good. I just yeah. the gameplay, the gameplay trailers did not sell it for me. Fair enough. That's fair. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much, Pistol Pete. We appreciate the question. Up next, Adam probably not. Our Adam writes in. Hi, Adam. What up, Adam? What up, Adam? He says, if Adam Sandler made a sequel to Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore or Wedding Singer, which would you most like to see? Justin, kick us off. I would be really pissed off if they made a sequel to any of these. Not gonna lie. I'm a hundred percent with you. My answer is none. I I don't know that I even really enjoyed any of Adam Sandler's more recent movies. Um that was sort of the the ideal time of movies for him. For me, and I think that now he, as an actor, is just candidly too old to play that type of role. And I think that it would be cringy and annoying at this point. Um, those, all of those characters have uh, made their mark in history, and they need to die as, certain, it, as they were. There's certain movies you just don't fuck with, right? Like. They made Dumb and Dumber 2. How did that go? How did that work out? I never watched it. I didn't either, but I heard it was fucking terrible. I heard it was just awful. Like, those kind of movies don't need a sequel. Top Gun Maverick? Awesome sequel. Good choice. <laughs> Goddamn good choice. That's not an Adam Sandler kind of a movie. These these movies don't need a sequel. None of the above. The answer is none of the above. I 100% agree with Justin. Adam, what do you got? 
Well, I wasn't going to cop out and say none of them, so I actually came with an answer. Uh, but I'd say I would agree they are all pretty good, but I would have to say if I wanted one, I'd be Happy Gilmore. Okay, so what would that movie look like? I would think it's him like enjoying the like golf life for some reason. He like actually got into that, and hockey wants to bring him back for some reason and he actually like has to make the transition back to hockey and he's been like kind of been doing the golfing thing and has to like remember oh yeah i'm a hockey player sort of thing that would be my guess because you would have to play into the fact that he's older now and like i think that's would be the fun spin on it somehow shooter mcgavin's the goalie on the other team (laughs) (laughs) or or like the coach or something for the team that wants to bring it back and he's like no I no, know. I feel like I feel like the coach would. You be could better. make it work. I feel like, but I don't. The coach, the wedding ben, singer, ben wouldn't be good, character. and then Billy Madison yeah. wouldn't be good either. Like I don't, you know how you would make a sequel to those. So I'll that was the only way I would think of a sequel could happen. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Josh, where are you at? I legitimately don't know if I've seen any of these movies. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> Wow. I feel, I feel like I've seen Happy Gilmore. Uh don't recall having seen It's all in the hips, Josh. It's um, all in the hips. <laughs> that is meaningless to me. Uh so I'm gonna just say Happy Gilmore because I think that's the only one I've seen, maybe. I don't even remember it, but um I was never the hugest Adam Sandler fan. Um, yeah. So I'm a little disappointed, a little bit. A little I'm alright with that. Yeah, I figured you. I'm, u- would I'm be. used to being a disappointment. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so uh, probably not what you were looking to hear, but uh, yeah, that, that's my answer. I have speaking of which at work. I am constantly reminded of how old I am because, like, my afternoon people are all high school kids. You know, uh, I there's I have three high school kids working for me right now. All three of them not only have never seen the Goonies, but had no idea what I was talking about. I'm like, God damn it. Really? (laughs) Fuck. Fuck, I'm old. Mm -hmm. It sucks. (laughs) It fucking sucks. That's the problem with working in uh, a retail environment. No shit. Yeah, stupid kids. Um, (laughs) All right. Uh, Thank you very much for the question, and we appreciate it. Finally, we have Christian. Hi, Christian. What up, Christian? What up, Christian? Christian says, hey, gents, is it just me, or is it a great time to be a fantasy nerd? House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, and hopefully soon Season 2 of Wheel of Time are all available for our eyeballs. Do you have a favorite of the three? Honestly, I didn't think House of the Dragon could be beat, but I'm really loving Lord of the Rings. So, Justin, I know you've at least watched Wheel of Time and House of the Dragon. Have you checked out Rings of Power? So, everything that I had heard about Rings of Power was that it was awful so far. Okay. And then I saw his listener question on it, and I figured Adam was going to be too busy to have watched any of it. Uh, I didn't think it would be something Huff even bothered with, and I thought, Adam or uh, Ryan, you might have watched it. So, to give something, I figured I'd, I'd watch it. Watched both episodes that are out so far, and I also thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. So, would you say out of those three things, is it your favorite? Um, 
I mean, as of now, I think that House of Dragon is probably the best. Like, that actress that plays, is it Renaris? Renera. Renera. She's a phenomenal actress for that character. Like, you know, she's about to be replaced, right? Yeah. The time skip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Regardless, she did a fantastic job getting incredible, getting us to this point. Um, The story of it's just awesome. But then the uh, the Lord of the Rings one is just super interesting because I never read the books, but I liked the movies and. This is already kind of more action-y and seems to be getting more... I don't know. I'm happy with all of them, to be honest. I don't know that I would pick one or the other. I really enjoyed Wheel of Time for what I watched on that as well. So the only downside is that um, I wish the House of Dragon and um, Rings of Power weren't all on at the same time. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like I wish those were spaced out. Yeah. I think I kind of agree with you. Like, don't pick a favor. Just be happy that all three exist. That's kind of where I'm at with it. And so, they're not sucking. Yeah, and they're not sucking. So, Josh, have you watched any of these? No. Not not at all. No, no, I haven't watched. I haven't watched any of them. Um, Did so you ever read I, any of? Would the you? Books? So I read all of the Lord of the Rings books. I've read all of the game of thrones books and i've read the first three wheel of time books okay all right um so i mean for me it's like a it's a good time to be a nerd just because i think the quality of nerd media has improved year after year so like the quality of books that are coming out and games that are coming out and shows that are coming out are just all improving uh, so I think the longer I exist, the more content there will be for me to enjoy. I just don't really watch movies or shows all that often. Uh, I would much rather just like sit down and read a book um, or like listen to a audio book while painting or something. I will eventually probably watch two of these. Um, I have not, I haven't finished season one of Game of Thrones. Um, I thought it was real boring, real boring. Um, so I don't know if I'll watch House of the Dragon, to be totally honest. I feel like, although I've got the the book knowledge, I don't know that I, I feel like you, you probably should have some context from the show, maybe. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I will ever get around to that, but uh, Wheel of Time and Rings Power, uh, I think I will definitely watch. Fair enough. Cool. Very nice. Um, Adam, what do you got? Haven't watched any of them. I never did finish Game of Thrones, so I think I would be most interested in Ring of Power. So, but... I also am kind of the person that just wants it to be fully out, so I'll probably wait a little bit till it's all completely out and then just binge watch it all. Yeah, that's that's really the way to do it, to be honest. So I just can't like, wait that long now that it's out. Do you mean like the full season or the full series? 
Probably the season. Yeah. I'll probably do like a season. Kind of like what, that's usually like what we do with um, Stranger Things and things like that. It's just like wait till right. the whole season's out. Even if they do like a mid season break bullshit, like wait till the whole thing is out, then dive in. I feel like as far as nerd shows go, so Amazon's got Rings of Power, Wheel of Time locked down. HBO's got Game of Thrones locked down. Netflix has, I'll say, The Witcher and Stranger Things is a nerd show. I'll say those are locked down. Not obviously Stranger Things isn't in the same vein, but it's definitely a nerd show. So now what I'm waiting for is just like Apple TV to just come up fucking swinging with a goddamn Stormlight Archive series. Like, get Brandon Sanderson on board. Let's make way of kings, bitches. <laughs> so that would be yeah. incredible. Oh my god, that's the ideal situation. That would be awesome. Honestly, um, even if they did a uh, like Arcane, I saw Arcane got like an Emmy or some sort of award. It was really? the first first animated yeah. series to ever get that award. See, I would love. I would. Love it is amazing. Animated. Uh, but Brandon Sanderson has done interviews where he has stated emphatically, I want a live action series. So I don't know if we'll ever get animated. At least Stormlight. We might get like Mistborn, maybe. So, um, and somebody owns the rights to it. So there's scripts in the works. We just need somebody to buy it. I feel like Apple TV's that place. Just do it. You need to join in. You don't got anything going for you right now, really. Other than... C, uh, C is amazing. <laughs> She's good, but it, would you put it on par with these other shows? I mean, for a different reason. Yeah. I think okay. C is one of the best, like, post-apocalyptic, um, dystopian future type. Yeah. Jason Momoa is the shit, dude. Yeah. And, yeah, Jason Momoa. Yeah. That's pretty much enough said right there. Right, right. Um, so, I don't know. But Apple TV, if you listen to this show, and I know you do, people at Apple TV... <laughs> <laughs> uh, give Brandon Sanderson a call. Let's let's make this shit happen. So that I, would be incredible. I honestly, don't know that I would super enjoy a Stormlight Archive TV show. Really, eighty like percent of those books take place inside Kaladin's head. So, like, there's a lot of just nothing that happens that are just like emotional drama and like character, like internal what, growth what do you think game of thrones is uh, a bunch of people killing each other constantly. <laughs> like are we gonna have six episodes of kaladin carrying bridges <laughs> like half of that book is just him running around with bridges like for sure. his for I'm his not... storyline sure okay and then like then you got Adolin, Shallan, Dalinar. There's plenty you can do. There's plenty you can do to make that interesting. Yeah, you would have to pull in from the other books. They're like the side story books, too. For sure. Side story books. Lift. And then I, Lift. I feel like you would have to cut out a lot uh, of just downtime. Because there's a lot of downtime. And I'm not saying that they're bad. I like the downtime. Yeah. Right. Like, they are crucial to the character development that you know what they're thinking like constantly. Um, I just, I can't see it done in a way that is both entertaining and doesn't just leave a bunch of shit out. I just, Um, I feel like if you can make a wheel of time series, interesting, you can for sure make stormlight archive. Interesting. 
because Wheel of Time is nothing but downtime, dude. And those books are just, he just repeats the same thing over and over again in every goddamn chapter. And I don't need to read 40 pages about the backstory of this ship captain that I'm never going to see again. Like, I just, there's so much bullshit in his books. And the fact that they pulled it off and made an interesting first season of Wheel of Time, you can absolutely do it with Stormlight. Absolutely, you can do it with Stormlight. So, someday. I'm going to keep hoping. I'll be my Christmas present this year from Apple TV. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Yep, it's going to (laughs) happen. They're going to announce it. And then after that, they're going to coast on that success, and Brandon Sanderson's going to work with um, with uh, FromSoft to make a video game. Dude, I'm down um, for that too. Hundred percent down. Because he, I mean, he said he's a huge fan that he would love to work with FromSoft. So yes, uh, sure. he, we just need to like coast on successes here. There you go. Um, there you go. Uh, okay, I never answered this question. Sorry, I just realized that I went on a fucking tangent. Um, so, Rings of Power is not only my choice, it's also my pick of the week. Uh, I fucking love it. I love the first two episodes, man. They were awesome. Just the fact that you get young Galadriel, young Elrond, like, are two of the characters in it. Uh, Kelimbror, who, if you've played the Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor games... He's a major character in those games. Uh, so I think got- those are also uh, free-to-play Twitch for September. Are they really? If I remember correctly, I think so. So, But yeah, he's a huge character in those games. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but he's going to be a huge character in the show. Um, they have hobbits before they were called hobbits, which is kind of cool. Or Actually, I don't think... They can't call them hobbits because somebody else has the rights to hobbit so you're never going to hear them called hobbits in the show which is kind of stupid just called little people or what what did they call them anything justin i don't think they ever did yeah like lightfoots yeah lightfoots or something like that yeah so Mm. but it's like it's like pre-shire they haven't even settled in the shire yet so it's definitely way in the past but i don't know i'm fucking loving rings power man that's my pick of the week goddamn good show so i feel like everybody should check that out because well, the segue. <laughs> there you go. So, wrapping up with pick of the week, I got mine out of the way. Adam, hopefully you have a pick of the week that doesn't involve moving or New York. What is your pick of the week? I don't know. <laughs> U haul. Uh... Yeah. Sure. U haul customer service. A local restaurant, Maddie B's. Of ours, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty good. It's the closest restaurant to us. And it's like fifteen minutes away. What kind of food? Uh, it's technically a pizzeria place, but they do like sandwiches and very cool. Uh, salads and other stuff. Do all local stuff. It's really so good. So Ryan, you know the owners of it. What? Do you remember when we went to Granite City and we had the server that reminded us of Dane, Dane Cook? Cook? Yeah. Yeah. That's Chad and his wife own it. Shut mm-hmm. up, really? Small yeah. world, right? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Super cool place. Very like very small town, very local stuff, very inexpensive, but very, very good quality. Like it was very good. Very, very good. If I'm ever if I'm ever around again, I might have to check that out. So back when my sister lived in, in that neck of the woods, then uh they 
that was like there every Friday would get like get Maddie mm-hmm. Beast and the. Uh, it seems very much like a takeout place, like order ahead of time, pick it up on your way home if you're in that area. Uh, yeah. Definitely could see going there more frequently. Cool. Very cool. So it doesn't help a lot of the people in the podcast, but it's a you know, little local restaurant. Hey, pick of the week for you. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Um, Justin, pick of the week. To be fair to Adam, I think I was, uh, I don't mean this in the way that it's going to sound, but I was lame one week and said Mercer was my pick of the week. So, yeah, that's what you did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, God, I don't, I will say EVGA is not my pick of the week. They're my unpick of the week. Who's EVGA? Uh, graphics card company. Um, but, I mean, to tag along on that, I don't remember if I already said House of Dragon as a pick of the week one of the weeks, but that or Ring of Power. I mean, shit, if you haven't seen Wheel of Time, all three of them are Christians, right? They're damn good shows. It's a it's a fun time to be able to watch those if you can afford all the fucking services. Yeah. <laughs> Take a mortgage maybe, out. Maybe with ads. Yeah, <laughs> I can right. afford them all. <laughs> I mean, luckily, two of the shows are on the same streaming service, so that helps. So you really need to buy two. But, yeah, goddamn, all of them are delightful. Um, Good choice. Josh? Mine is a book. It's a relatively new book from 1983. The Color of of Magic. Before Uh, all of us were born. But, yeah, continue. It's close for me. He's very close for me, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Color of Magic by Terry Pratchett. It's the first book in the Ringworld uh, series. Uh, did any of you watch or read Good Omens? Negative. No, but I have. That's on Amazon Prime, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, one, Good Omens is fantastic. Uh, but that is... Uh, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett together. Uh, that's who wrote it. Very, very dry humor. Uh, very enjoyable. Uh, but The Color of Magic is like a fantasy novel if the person that was writing it uh, was sick to death of generic fantasy. Uh, it's There's lots of very dry humor, lots of like self-referential humor about like how ridiculous fantasy worlds are um and generally like it's a book that i legitimately laughed at while reading um i will say uh so it's part of the disc world series that's the the first novel and the first rinsewind uh story so i will say if you are going to go into it there is 41 books um in what? that series there is 41 books in that series i th- i think um based off of based on the wikipedia page uh and there's some like there's a whole section on what the the correct publication order versus the read order based off of a timeline i haven't even got i just read the first one first one is great <laughs> Started reading the second one. So far, it's great. Uh, so I will eventually have to figure out should I read them in release order or in timeline order. But, Interesting. Um, so it's a little bit complicated, but very funny book. 
just kind of very funny world that they've built. But um, but I'm also a big Terry Pratchett fan. So I thought Wheel of Time having 12 books was bad. 13. 13? 13 books was bad. But Jesus. 42? Yeah, I like I that... Uh, real quick, the Google says Pratchett has described it as an attempt to do for the classical fantasy universe what Blazing Saddles did for westerns. Nice, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. also like Interesting. very. I would say it's very akin to like Hitchhikers as well. Okay. Um, like they're just kind of a ridiculousness, except for that's more of a sci-fi, while this is more fantasy. Um, okay. But uh, interesting. I love his writing. I really love dry British humor. Um, but, um, um, you know, it, it's the first one's at least worth a read. I'll, uh, I'll let y'all know as I progress through them, uh, right. uh if they continue to be, but, uh, um, yeah, there's a, there's like a giant Venn diagram. If you go to the storyline section of the Wikipedia page, there's a, like a, Venn diagram of how you should read them, and there's multiple colors and lines that loop back on themselves in different shapes. I don't know, but Too much uh, for me. yeah, <laughs> worth cool. reading the first one though. Very nice. All right, all right, boys. I think that wraps up episode 113 of Identity Crisis. If you are listening to this after the fact, jokes on you. You miss watching us live every Monday. At 6.30 p.m. Central Time, twitch.tv slash Crisis. That's the only way to do it, really. It's the only way to only way to check us out. But if you'd like to watch on YouTube afterwards, youtube.com slash Crisis, Or find the audio-only version on any podcast, podcast subscription service of your choice. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really do appreciate it. Come listen to us goons. Just drone on about nothing every week. So <laughs> thank you. Pretty much. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh that's it, boys. Bye, Twitch. Bye. Bye.